Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Espresso with Lan Lees. This is episode 36, and there's a lot of fuck shit going on. And shout out to the people who uh, unsubscribed from me. Thank you for joining. I don't want to talk about this shit. What the fuck? What the fuck? Are we waking up? Are we up, up? Are we up, 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 up? What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Espresso with me, your boy, Landlees. And um, we're back today. Uh, less subscribers, you know, it happens. I know people listening, some people just didn't add it, but I know that people come back and forth to listen. Uh, and, uh, all I want to say is, um, this podcast is better than a lot of shit. And a lot of people don't be talking about a goddamn thing. Some people just be sitting on the podcast, just waiting, waiting for something to hit their brain so they can be like, well, let's talk about what I ate today. You know, I'm just talking about, uh, you know, I'm talking about shit, my life, things that happen, Um, you know, all that shit. Um... This motherfucker, Will Farrell, was at my job. Well, in the building. Didn't go to my job. But I saw that uh, the girl from Slutty Vegan uh, posted a photo. She apparently went out with him. And uh, I'm mad because I didn't get to, uh, you know, I, did, did I want to meet him? No, nah, it's just fun seeing motherfuckers like that. Especially somebody like Will Farrell because... You know, he's fucking effortlessly hilarious, you know? Uh, And I'm feeling a little weird, a little under the weather, I guess, because something is fucking going around. First off, something going around. Second, the goddamn air quality sucks right now. Yesterday, that shit on the weather app, that shit said... um. Air quality is 121. Today, that shit is 151. Said it's significantly worse than yesterday. And I'm like, man. I I mean, I guess it's something that we can't uh, control. But, um, oh, it says air quality alert um, till 5.15 a.m. Saturday. Wow. Okay. Well, there we have it. Supposed to be fucking ninety five degrees today, um. But yeah, I don't know something going around. People at work keep saying that they feel drowsy and all this shit, and I do too. I have, and I did a COVID test, and uh, that was negative, of course. So I really have no clue what the hell going on. Um, you know, um. And not feeling good is leading me to there's malaria going around too. But um 
anyway, speaking of not fucking feeling good. So, of course, we have to talk about this damn Supreme Court affirmative action, uh, them ending it. And, you know, I operate off, I have to form my opinions based off of fact and, and you know, what, what I would hear and not just how the fuck I feel like some people do a lot. And, uh, you know, this whole thing, so this is what we gonna do. We gonna do a lesson because if you don't understand after this, then I don't know what to tell you, but we're gonna start off with what the fuck is affirmative action for those that don't know but affirmative action was the uh policies and the programs designed to address uh historical discrimination or underrepresentation by providing preferential treatment or opportunities to certain disadvantaged groups typically in areas such as employment or education and the aim was to promote equality and diversity by actively considering individuals from underrepresented backgrounds and providing them with increased access to opportunities. Okay. Now affirmative action can take different forms, including hiring scholarships, targeted recruitment efforts. Now it started obviously because we all know that the history of this country is racist and it was built off slavery. You're crazy if you don't believe that because that is exactly what it is. And it's really not about what you believe. It's actual fact. It's not just what your brain conjured up because you don't see it today. There's is this documented and they still. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. But anyway, it started because of that uh, during this uh, civil rights movement in the 60s. Um, And the goal, of course, was to combat uh, discriminatory practices. Um, You know, the practices had, uh, you know, they were limiting education, employment uh, opportunities based on factors like race, gender and ethnicity. And um, it aimed to promote equal opportunity and diversity. Now. Whether or not that was successful is a split between a lot of people. Um, You know, some people say uh, that it did help address uh, inequalities by increasing access uh, for uh, underrepresented people. Um, And it uh, helped greater diversity and reduce discrimination so they say um it didn't change racism i tell you that and the people who are necessarily against it lead that it can uh i mean uh, argue that it can lead to reverse discrimination where individuals from historically privileged groups may face disadvantages in admissions and hiring process they think that it perpetuates a focus on group identity rather than individual merit, potentially undermining fairness and equal treatment. Um, there's hard to say if the whole thing has been successful because on both of those sides, I mean, I understand both of the sides. I get it. Um, But. I don't know. I 
it's crazy to even talk about this shit because when I think about it, I'm like, oh, I'm thinking I'm, I'm looking at something that started because it was supposed to be uh, fixing um, inequality. We fast forward now and the Supreme Court got rid of it. Um, and, you know, I got a friend and I, I brought this up before um, and I'm going to tell you he's a white guy, even though I mean, it actually kind of matters in this instance. But, um, you know, I, I brought him up before on the podcast about how like a long time ago we, uh, you know, we worked together and he wanted Romney to win. I wanted uh, Obama to win. And, you know, he lost his thing. I, I, obviously, Obama won and. We didn't say shit else. We just moved on with fucking life. But that's just not how it happens nowadays. But anyway, he's one of the very few people I can talk to uh, intelligently about um, a lot of things because we do see we do have, um, you know, different um, viewpoints uh, politically for the most part. Uh, but we do see eye to eye on a lot of things, but it's good to have a conversation. But, you know, on uh, Instagram, I had posted, um, you know, about the Supreme Court and affirmative action. And he sent me a message and was like, I believe that's the right move. What are you feeling? And I basically said I wasn't really sure. I felt kind of split and you know, most of my reasoning for it was because, you know, I guess in my head, I feel like, first off, at this point, why the fuck does anybody who is um, um, a minority or misrepresented even remotely want to go to Harvard anymore? Now, don't get me wrong. I know Harvard and Yale and all that shit look good on things. And it really just depends. But also, there's a lot of people who go to those schools just based off of uh, connections. So, you know, and also, I don't know, just me, me personally. Let's just say. I don't know, I'm just sitting here trying to think, like, why, why would I want to go to Harvard other than the fact like if it really had if Harvard was really the. The, one of the the bigger schools that's like, I mean, it is a big school, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. It's just hard to fathom me caring about going to Harvard, knowing that even if they let me in, I'm probably going to experience a shit ton of racism because the school is still mostly white. Actually, hold on. Let me let me uh let me see if I can uh find that so I don't tell you no lies about um the numbers of uh people um you know let's see racial uh of harvard you know um this shit is so fucking stupid let's see if we can let's see if i can uh find it um based on this um Statistics, 39% of Harvard's enrolled student population is white, 13% Asian, 3% Hispanic, and 6% black. And the 3% uh, identifies as um, having more than one race. Um, 
And but when you look at that, you're like, okay, well, it's still mostly white people. And I'm not saying that all white people are racist. It's, I mean, it's far from what I'm saying right now. What I'm saying is, um, first off, there's a lot of rich kids too, and they act really different and entitled. Like you should hear the things. Uh, I think I said, I posted something about that before about the type of shit that rich people, uh, think is normal, but average people are like, huh? Like, no, I don't have a yacht that I go to on the weekend. But um, but anyway, you know, um, a lot of people like to just say that shit because it's all prestigious and all that shit. But they still not letting a whole bunch of fucking black people into these schools. You getting in off of as far as black people go, you getting in off of, um, you know, your sports and shit. But I guess my whole stance was like, fuck that like i i don't necessarily agree with them taking away but also it's just like you know like they weren't fucking doing what they were supposed to do anyway they let a couple black people in to make you smile you happy now um yeah and that's what i told my homie i said you know i always felt that regardless of affirmative action Minorities still have bad racial experiences there. And, you know, honestly, it could be because of that. So I don't know. Um, And it's and a lot of people like to say, oh, yeah, you know, it's based on your work ethic. I mean, not all the time. We know how this world works. Let's let's be for real. OK, like maybe for white people, sometimes for the most part is is based on. No, I take that back. No, it's not. A lot of white people got a lot of connections. Seventy percent of the admissions are what they call legacy admissions. And uh, you might ask, what is a legacy admission? Let's see. What is legacy admissions? And legacy admissions... Uh, also known as legacy preference, is a practice in the college admissions process where the children or relatives of an alumni in a particular institution are given preferential treatment. Now, let me tell you something about what just happened, too, because you got to play both sides. Uh, also, hold on. Let me just uh, before I get to that, let me finish what my homie said when uh, he responded. He also said um, he felt like it uh, created an opportunity to fail for folks that didn't have the grades that got into those Ivy League schools and the admission itself became worthless. Um, he says uh, it's like the welfare state. It was a good implementation at the time, but we used it as a way to combat racism and have opportunities for everyone. And it's time to move on. Uh, not to mention schools as a whole struggling for applicants. And I guarantee this was part of the lobbyist agenda of the schools and industry as a whole to abolish it. Now, um, that last part I highly agree with. Um, but a man by the name. Oh, fuck, man. All my stuff, all my goddamn notes for this shit was right there. But there's um, there's a guy who has been fighting this forever uh his name is edward bloom this motherfucker is 71 years old and um 
he for the past 30 years he's been trying to do this shit uh spearheading legal cases aimed at removing racial preferences from american life by upending the law governing them this fucking guy has been at this forever i honestly he's it doesn't seem like he's a good person to me uh for 30 years you've been doing this? Maybe now it, it 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 makes sense for you to do it, but but, but goddamn. Like people really dedicate their life to just not fucking integrate races. And I don't think that's uh a good thing. Um but I had to see what people were saying and another thing that bothered me, like I said that legacy shit like they didn't strike down affirmative action. One guy wrote, uh, admission preferences for legacies, donors, employee, families, and special recommendations are still allowed. They struck down affirmative action for everyone except white people. You understand? If you do not see what I'm saying, it's, you know, they just uh, act like they're colorblind, but they're not. 70% of Harvard's legacy applicants are white and they didn't touch that shit because it would have impacted them. Another thing that bothers me about this whole thing too is that, um, what's his name? Um, what the fuck is his name? Clarence Thomas, the motherfucker who definitely don't need to be on the Supreme court anymore. Um, he, Climb the ladder of affirmative action. This is this is how he even became who the fuck he is right now. And he is a shithead for getting rid of it, honestly. You know, I could care less most ways, but you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Um, But I'm going to read you something uh, Justice Katanji Brown said, the only black justice on there. Uh, she said, the court has come to rest on the bottom line conclusion that racial diversity in higher education is only worth potentially preserving in so far as it might be needed to prepare black Americans and other underrepresented minorities for success in the bunker, not a boardroom, a particularly awkward place to land in light of the history, the majority opts to ignore. We have now entered an era in which race is only a legally permissible college admissions factor within the context of military recruitment. Black people can be considered black when schools are preparing them for war, not just just not to study, say, chemistry. Yeah, of course they want black people for war, you know? Put them on the front lines! But, um, I don't know. The whole thing is kind of stupid to me anyway. Um... And I just, I, I really don't know what to say anymore. I really don't know what to say anymore. Um, a guy who I follow who does, who, who studies this type of stuff, you know, let me read you a few things he said. I'm not going to read the whole thing because he wrote a whole lot. But he said, I think it would take me 100 pages of writing to even begin to circumscribe how staggering, st- <laughs> staggeringly, disingenuous the SCOTUS ruling on affirmative action is the majority opinion is dripping with studied ambiguities 
feign helplessness, burden shifting, semiotic drift. It's garbage. For instance, the factual record the court offers reveals two universities using race as one consideration among many, not five or six, as the court implies, but hundreds stated and unstated. Um, yet the court seemingly seamlessly shifts into considering if race, if admissions decisions can turn on race. So which is it? It matters when a football coach tells admissions he wants a given quarterback to be admitted. That admission decision, yeah, that admissions decision is turning on athletic prowess. The same would be true if a school ad admitted someone from Idaho solely to ensure they had a student from all fifty states. You know, this dude be breaking it down and it is really fucked up that they keep acting like they're constantly they use race based on like five or six things. They don't. It's just one thing. One time, you know, um, but uh, it does suck for some people. And, um, you know, I, I, I I'm I'm puzzled. I'm really puzzled. I fucking hate that this whole goddamn episode is about that, but I have to really explain it because I know that a lot of people, all I was doing was arguing online yesterday with people who were just saying a bunch of dumb shit. And, you know, I don't know. Um, it's just, it, it shows the people I was arguing with, you'd be shocked at how fucking um, crazy they are, you know? Like, they just are completely misinformed or just stay in rural areas that they just don't see a lot. And when people stay around the same people all the time and, you know, people who don't think outside the box, you start thinking like that. And you don't want to open your mind up to truth or facts. I have to operate on facts. I look at everything. I look at the research. I try to see both sides of everything, you know. But um, it's just, I don't know. Fuck the goddamn court and fuck all that dumb shit. Also, fuck Harvard and Yale and all the shit that is basically rich shit. Also, fuck college. <laughs> a lot of this shit is a goddamn scam anyway. So, And this whole affirmative action thing, too, is just is mostly political, uh, of course. It's not necessarily about race at all. This is some political shit, and they keep pushing and pushing and pushing. But, uh, you know, I think it's going to be chaos next year, by the middle of the year. I mean, that's just what it is. I told y'all that 2020 was going to be chaos. I didn't know 2020 was going to become what it was but i only said that because of the whole election shit because it just made sense to me that people was gonna lose it but here we are y'all all right let me get the fuck off of that shit but anyway um i saw something recently that uh that was talking about how earth or not earth like america is just not colorful anymore you know what I mean? Like everybody is using these brownie, tanny colors and things like that. And uh, like the McDonald's and all your uh, favorite old spots and shit like that. Like that used to be really bright and bubbly is now this this fucking modern ass 
just bland look. And I thought about that because I said, you know, all that shit really does affect uh, people. And that's what the whole study about the colors did, too. It affects you. If it's gray and gloomy, y'all know how you feel or, you know, want to see. And there was a um, there was I thought about that once because when I went to when I visit L.A. a lot, I remember being like, ain't no fucking color in this bitch like this shit is really kind of just uh bland colored you know sunlight all that shit is fine but it just wasn't no color but when you come to atlanta and the way that they let people do art around here it's just nothing but color and it's bright and it wants you to be and you want to be out and you like to see that shit like this whole city is full of art and it's inspiring and it feels good okay and uh, I like all that shit. And yeah, it, 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 the world is definitely becoming less colorful. I think that's one re another reason why I just love Atlanta anyway, because the, the art shit has blown up. But you can definitely see when you go to other places or look at places that the. um the, Damn, excuse me. That um art plays a. um big role you know um but yeah that um art plays a big role in our attitude and speaking of attitudes my i take food serious because number one i want y'all to hear this number one we need to eat to live number two we're human beings most of this shit on the planet that we we can eat a lot of things. You know how I know that? Watching fucking uh, No Reservations with Anthony Bourdain, R.I.P. Watching Bizarre Foods. Watching the best ever food review show with Sonny. A lot of these YouTubers traveling. Watching people fish. You know. And um, I just... I guess my thinking, since I'm not really religious and I don't necessarily believe in uh, heaven or hell or any of that shit, you have to understand that this is the type of stuff that is keeping human life from progressing because people keep thinking that there's more after life. But no. to be a thousand percent honest, I don't think there is. Oh, no. I go with science. There isn't. So everything that's here now matters, okay? That being said, uh, that's why I don't really limit myself on the foods I eat or, you know, things that I get interested in and what I want to try and just being curious about a little bit of everything because, number one, I feel like you got to kind of have some of that knowledge, you know, um, or, or be aware of a lot of things. You don't have to be aware of everything. None of it really matters that much. Uh, like sports, for example. I'm I'm not aware of sports. I know teams. I know people. I know how the games are played. Uh, I understand the games. I see all of that. They don't really excite me. You know what I mean? I mean, not more than like boxing or something like that. And I've definitely talked about that because I guess it's just this whole, that's why I play fighting games and shit, because I guess it's just this whole like 
figuring things out or let me do it this way because you can switch things up and still win all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm sure most sports is like that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's just different. But, um, I, that's just like with, I just don't limit myself on foods. And once again, I've said a lot about vegan stuff before and that's all good, you know, to each his own, do what you do. I do research on a lot of that kind of stuff too, you know, just to see what, what it is, if it's healthy, what's that? Because the only thing scientists have ever said is to still exercise. I've said this before. It's the same shit all the time, all the time. Not you don't have to be like super uh, everyday type deal, but it, it's just it's just don't overdo everything. It's the whole thing. Like even with uh, fucking showering, for example, I just heard that story about the guy who said he didn't take a shower for 60 years and he just died. But his worry was that soap and all that shit would make him sick and all this shit. And people started like doing a little research and they're like, you know, all this information about us um having to be clean and do things every day you know you realize this is a lot of it is a rich things or corporate things that they try to sell you they tell you oh you have to do this every day so that means you have to go do this you know the perfect example honestly is toilet paper because they won't allow bidets and shit over here because they know that's gonna kill the toilet paper industry or it will be that they don't push bidet or none of that shit other countries is like, oh, we barely use toilet paper. Stanky booty ass. But, um, uh, no, but yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. But anyway, I say all that because, uh, I posted a clip of fucking Bootsy, uh, little Bootsy bad, uh, talking to his friends and yelling at them for fucking, um, not eating pork. And I always go in, especially to black people when they tell me they don't eat pork. Because I, I, I need a real reason. I need a real reason. Don't tell me it causes this, that, and the other because people have been eating it for thousands of years. Okay? Don't tell me. I guess if you're Muslim, that's fine. That's your choice in religion. Um, But my whole thing is don't waste your life on all these um boundaries or, you know, you got all these stipulations about yourself and how you eat and things you do. I mean, just live. Um, but that shit, uh, Bootsy had me dying on that shit because when he said, oh, what the fuck? When he said that, I just was like, yeah, I said that. That's essentially me right there. Take out that bacon for me, too. Hey, you ain't take that black pepper bacon up. Oh, you don't eat pork, huh? What the fuck? You a Muslim? God damn right. I eat everything. And buddy who said uh, I heard him say he don't eat beef, but he cheat with lamb. Black people eating lamb more than beef astounds me because lamb does not fucking taste like beef. It has its very own unique flavor. Now, I love lamb. I like everything almost. 
But that shit is blowing. That shit keeps blowing my mind. And the fact that veganism took such a fucking stronghold on black people, I'm I'm outraged. I just don't know. <laughs> anyway, y'all, catch me uh, next week. You know what I mean? If you're still listening, uh, because I will be here. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>